I have some exciting news for you. I've been working hard to create something just for you and it's officially live. It's a free quiz to help you determine your personal path to stop binge eating. That means by just taking two minutes to complete this quiz, you'll discover my three proven approaches for ending the vicious binge guilt cycle. And you'll find out which approach you should take based on your binge eating personality, which I call the food zombie. Not only will you find out what path is best for you, I'll even give you a step-by-step -step framework for bringing binge eating to an end. So head on over to wholesomelifestyleproject.com work with me quiz right now to find out your next steps to feel in control of food and feel good about your body. I mean it. Go and take the quiz right now. Don't wait one more second. So head on over to wholesomelifestyleproject.com work with me quiz. It's waiting for you to take your first step. I cannot wait to see how this will shift your relationship with food. So wholesomelifestyleproject.com, work with me, quiz, to get started in building body confidence and feeling credible in your own skin. Let's get into this episode. Welcome to Beyond Overeating by Wholesome Lifestyle Project, the overeating podcast, where I'll be showing up weekly to share with you what I've learned during my binge eating recovery, helpful tools such as yoga, mindfulness, and energy medicine. My name is Stell, and my purpose is to inform and ed educate so that you can fast track your recovery in healing your relationship with food and finally trust yourself around the peanut butter jar. Join me as I share top tips, my struggles and triumphs to help inspire or just entertain. Remember, there's nothing wrong with you if you can't stop overeating. That's why I'm here to guide you along the way. Hello, how are you? So good to have you back here on the show. My name is Stelkum Heath. Binge and emotional eating recovery specialist, and I help women who really struggle with binge eating, who feel like they are successful in other areas of their life, but they just cannot get this one eating or one situation with eating right. And I help them heal their relationship with food and the war with food and their bodies so that they can feel radiantly confident in their own skin. I am excited this week to share with you just a few tips on just how to navigate the holidays if you are moving into a holiday period. As we record this episode, we are, I just need to check, uh, on the 8th of December, so almost halfway into December. And I understand how we kind of have a lot of buildup towards the end of the year. There's all these events that happen. People want to see you before the end of the year. It's almost like the world is going to end on the 31st of January. And everyone wants to cram in as much socialization and 
getting to getting together before the end of the year and sometimes that can be exhausting and also triggering when it comes to binge eating and I last year I did a similar episode this was again a massive request for people so I thought I would just revise if you want to go listen to some more holiday binge eating tips uh, you can go listen to episode seven, where I actually um, connect and give you a few tips uh, from a holiday binge eating perspective as well. So I would love to just kind of just share with you something that just happened uh, about half an hour before this. I finished an energy healing with a lady who I'm excited to have on the show in a few weeks from now. Um, and it was just such a great way for me to start my day. Um, I don't know if you've ever experienced an energy healer. I'm an energy healer myself. I love giving energy healings, but I have just decided to really invest in myself and give me that space so that I can also heal um, certain things that I'm currently working on. And I must say, I just felt like such a big shift um, that kind of overcame me during that session. I feel so much more relaxed and I'm just actually so excited to be here and talk to you today. Um, so yeah, I think I just wanted to share how important it is to invest your, in yourself. Um, and, you know, sometimes we think that um, knowing how to stop binge eating is just something that happens. It's just... Um, something we innately know and that it will just kick in when we go on a specific diet or just kick in um, when we beat ourselves up <laughs> and unfortunately that's how I felt I felt like I just needed to find the right eating plan or the right exercise plan and eventually things will stop and I know now that it would have still have been in that situation if I didn't choose to invest in my recovery. It's something that's really important to me. Um, and investing in myself is now something that I do regularly. I invest in myself for coaching when it comes to business. I have also just signed up for an amazing personal development course coming up um, next year, early next year. And you know, every time I go on this journey of um, investing in myself, there is just such a richness that comes with that. So I encourage you as we move into this deeper holiday season, I know it's all about if you, you know, if you believe in Christmas and, you know, whatever the case is, you might be flurrying around doing things for others, gifting other people things. Um, make sure that you also gift something to yourself, invest in yourself, you know, whether you um, buy my food and mood journal, maybe it's a quick way for you to get started. My mindful eating course is um, pretty much on sale. So you're welcome to invest in that as well. If you just want to make sure that you're eating more mindfully during Christmas time or during this holiday period, um, or, you know, maybe it's asking friends or families um, to help you invest in a larger program, such as the Rewire Your Overeating Brain program, which I'm excited to say is back in January 
On the 10th of Jan, we will have our very first, um, first week of the Rewire Your Overeating Brain Mastermind. If you would like to find out more about that, you are welcome to send me a message. Uh, just go to www.wholesomelifestyleproject.com and you'll find as you open my website, there's a little purple chat icon in the corner and sometimes my picture with me holding my cup of coffee um, or my coffee cup, um, not that I ever drink coffee, um, but I'm holding my cup just like inviting you to come and chat to me. So ask questions about the next uh, program, ask what it will involve if you need to. I will put the waiting list for the Rewire Your Overeating Brain program in the show notes as well so that you can come and join us um, in this next round. It's going to be amazing. And just imagine what you can achieve in eight weeks. You know, my one client this morning said to me that she's in week five, um, we're doing a one-on-one -on -one, um, program. So her program is just slightly different to the Rewire Your Overeating Brain program. But the, you know, um, a lot of the principles kind of follow a similar timeline until, um, you know, the one-on-one -on -one obviously lasts a lot, um, for 16 weeks. So we carry on and we build deeper. But she's on week five and she just said that she just feels 100% like freedom is just around the corner for her. She's like, I know Stel that everything is not perfect right now, but I actually trust that it will be. And I trust that everything will be amazing. And that's what's so great. You know, her binge eating has come down from binge eating every single day to now only binge eating um, every, every odd occasion you know so it's it's really just amazing what you can achieve with just some laser focused help someone who can give you those steps in the right direction um and also just take things slow you know um because we kind of got used to this rapid results of dieting or rapid results of whatever fix we've engaged in in before however true healing takes time and true habits take time to heal um so i think the more we invest in ourselves and i'm not just talking about investment financially i'm talking investing in yourself through time you know if you've invested in something then give it the time it deserves and often you know a lot of people buy online courses and they just and you know there's some some courses which I have bought and I have never finished and my agreement with myself now is I don't buy anything unless I'm going to hold myself accountable for that specific course or for that program and I'm going to show up 100% for myself throughout that and I'm not quite sure why I'm sharing this. I think it's just probably a, just a high from the energy healing. Um, but I just feel like it's so great when you actually um, give yourself that time for healing, for understanding yourself, for self-actualization and growth. Um, just an amazing and an empowering feeling. So I leave that with you uh, to kind of start thinking about how you can start investing in yourself in your binge eating recovery this year. 
And I challenge you not to look at dieting as a solution. We know that dieting is a short-term fix, a little band-aid that will maybe only help for a day or a week. And, you know, it's, it's just going to leave you feeling more defeated. So um, those were my words of wisdom. I should have a little separate section for that. <laughs> but... I wanted to just expand on this idea of holiday binge eating and the fact that we sometimes think that or we sometimes feel like we have been so disciplined or we have just been so careful about what we eat or just so on um just so on all the time sometimes with when it comes to our relationship with food when we have the smallest gap like December holidays or, you know, just going on a vacation, taking some time away from your usual experience and your usual routines, it kind of feels like everything just like floats out the window. Everything, all our intentions that we've set for ourselves kind of don't matter in that moment. And, you know, that's, sometimes can be harmful when we are in a binge eating relationship with food uh, because you know holidays yes they are here for us to relax and be at ease and I'm all for it and I always say if there's there's only one time a year when uh, mince pies are around so allow yourself to have the mince pie <laughs> instead of pining over it or you know debating whether you should have it or not have it or how I should have it should I have it and then go for a run or should I have it and then not eat any salad or like anything else except salad uh, you know just get yourself into this real like complete you know overwhelm when it comes to food so allow yourself to have those those things what I encourage you to do is just double check in that you don't give yourself permission to binge often we don't even notice it sometimes binge eating is actually permission based we give ourselves that time and I used to have that often where my binge eating mind my food zombie brain actually just said yay it's time to binge yay I'm going on holiday I can just eat whatever I want I can just binge on those amazing foods that I'm going to have on holiday so that was already what I kind of built myself up to and I gave myself the permission to binge and as as amazing as that sounds like you know that was still like part of the diet mentality because it said eat as much of the binge food as you can because on the come the first of January or the, the first week you go back to work that is the week where we're just going to clean out and detox and do whatever you need um so I had this real um black and white mentality like wagon wonder where she just can't really discern between um balance or being all in and all out and that's a real difficult thing to understand and something that I had to learn doesn't just come overnight it's not not something that you read <laughs> you can't read a blog post or a magazine article and think that it's something that you can just finally understand because that goes really deeper into our unconscious into the um what's happening under the surface layers of our brains and our conscious mind. So 
um, you know, just be aware of that kind of that permission of binge eating as well. That's just going to aggravate things. So rather be open to enjoying all the holiday foods, including the healthy ones. You know, there's a lot of things like um, in in Melbourne that it's you might not be able to say because I'm still recording this video in mid-December in a jumper <laughs> so but the weather is warming up which means that there's an, an amazing amazing array of fresh foods coming out um, for summer that's amazing um, it's just going to give me so much energy I look forward to fresh salads um, fruit salads or just different ways in which people prepare different thing with with like zests and those kind of things so I really enjoy the seasonal stuff like cherries and you know um, those kind of things as well when it comes to December time so when I, it comes to holiday time I think about not just the binge foods that I can have but also the other amazing foods that can come with that and weirdly enough something that never used to happen to me was when it came when it comes to holiday season I usually every day or every second day will even crave a green juice or just a beautiful crunchy salad <laughs> it sounds so strange because it was so foreign to me I would never have craved those kind of foods when I was going through my binge eating days because why would I? I was constantly forcing myself to eat those things. Um, I actually never used to drink green juice, to be honest. Um, it's something that's just kind of come and it just feels like it supports me. So I make green juices often uh, because I enjoy them. <laughs> and my body actually tells me when, when she's like, oh, yeah, I, I need I need some green juice. <laughs> please, please organize. So I wanted to quickly talk about just a few things that's going to support you through the holiday seasons. And most of these principles actually apply to the things that you need to look after all other times as well. So that's another thing we do is we lump holidays into a completely different area, a different way of being, a different way of our awareness. Um, but actually, the, the way we do holidays is the way we do all other times of the year and when you understand that and you just cement into the principles whether it's holidays or not is really going to help you just build healthy habits around um, how you feel about food and your relationship with your body so the first thing that I wanted to talk about today is um, something that you probably have heard me talk about so much and that is the fact of making sure that you don't go hungry there is just such a um a kind of a thing that happens during the holiday season also like our routines might not be the same but it's also one of those kind of carefree situations where we just go oh well uh, who needs meal prep or who needs to prepare anything I'll just kind of wing it and it, what happens usually is we kind of wing things and then you get distracted <laughs> and the next minute you find yourself extremely hangry and we never want to get too hangry because you know before my 
recovery journey uh, before I even started on a even healthy eating and running journey. Um, I never paid attention to my hunger whatsoever. I never paid attention to eating regularly. I was in a job where I worked from 7am to sometimes some nights 12pm at night. Um, I wouldn't take any foods like I would literally live off coffee and cigarettes during the day. And it was a recipe for disaster at nighttime, I tell you, because at nighttime, I just wanted to eat absolutely everything. I had the worst cravings at night. It was just um, kind of not a great space to be in. So hunger is always one of the first things I check. Um, the food and mood journal is really going to help you over the holiday season, just make sure and check in with your hunger, uh, hunger, because that's actually something I help you track through that food and mood journal. So the second one is be aware of your emotions. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I understand that we have been groomed throughout our lives to um, kind of squash down our emotions, you know, and it might sound something like this don't cry, or um, let me fix that for you when you're feeling upset. Um, it might be something like um, don't laugh so loud. Or whatever the case is, you know, like um, a lot of us grew up in the 80s, like, you know, we were kind of um, not allowed to express how we felt um, when we felt anger or frustration, you know, in form of a tantrum. But, you know, so we've kind of been on this journey where we've lost the ability to tune into your emotions and through the rewire your overeating brain mastermind we talk a lot about emotional healing i teach my clients how to understand emotions how to understand the difference between their emotional hunger and their physical hunger and then how to support themselves emotionally which is something we don't get in any eating plan yes i know they talk about mindset but that mindset's usually in an eating plan or one of those lifestyle programs is almost like that sense of bullying yourself into doing something like the no pain no gain um kind of slogans you know like it's it's really um more of a bullying than actually uplifting in a sense but in when you're in that you're like oh yeah yeah i can definitely be with this no pain no gain thing it feels amazing um and sometimes it doesn't. So mindset is very different to dealing with your emotions. The mind and the emotional body, they're two separate things. And so being aware even of your emotions is just a great way for you to start um, you know, managing and acknowledging that they are there. So I actually help my clients learn what it means to sit with your emotions and be there for it, allow it to express. So usually what happens is we've got like a holiday period where everything is busy, you're running from one thing to the next, from one social occasion to another, you're still cramming in work, you're cramming in all the things that, you know, especially for us here in um, Victoria, Australia, we've just had 
just come out of a lockdown. So there's many things that we weren't able to get to, many places we weren't able to get to. So we cram everything in. And sometimes there's no space for emotions. And often, if we don't make space for our emotions, a lot of nighttime binge eating actually happens at night because of the fact that we haven't really dealt with our emotions. Then we get home in the evenings and we just distract ourselves with television instead of really compressing of what's going on for us. So I like to call it decompress. Allow yourself some time to decompress when you get home. A friend of mine actually um, used to actually get home from work and she would say to her husband, I just need 10 minutes a day when I go, come home. I'm not being rude. I am just going to go into my room. I am going to have a shower and I'm going to put on something that helps me feel comfortable. Um, she would do breath work, for example, or she'd have that shower and then she'd walk in to the house refreshed. She's kind of released herself and released her, her other part of the day by just doing a cleansing activity like that for her. Now, I'm not saying that you need to take a shower when you get home, but building a little ritual that will help you do that, will help you just reframe and come back into your body is going to help you feel into the emotions and you know, a lot of the time, emotional stuff can be scary. So it's difficult to even just be with the emotions if you're not sure how. But acknowledgement is amazing. Acknowledge how you feel or just acknowledge that you feel something, but you don't know what it is. Right. So if you don't give yourself time to decompress, you will find comfort in a bag of chips quicker than you can even say cheapest chips. <laughs> The next thing I wanted to mention is because the end of the year is such a climatical, um, I'm not um, even sure if that's like a right word, but like it's such a climax, right? We build ourselves up and we build ourselves up and then it, like all these things happen with that comes extra cortisol. So extra cortisol, especially at this time of year when we are already high vibe uh, and high stress, just it's going to add us to crave more sugars and high energy foods. And why is that? And that's because your body needs sugars and high energy foods to run away from danger. And so the body, when you experience these cravings, does not mean that the body's out to get you. Doesn't mean that the body is here to kind of trick you. It's just saying, hey, I'm experiencing stress something's coming, I need to make sure that I have the energy to react. So managing your stress levels during the day will really help you to lower your cortisol. And, you know, that can mean different things for different people. But for me, usually managing stress during a workday is actually movement breaks. So I normally work for um, an hour to, um, to 50, 55 minutes to an hour, I get up, I stretch my neck, I stretch my body. Sometimes it involves breath, like where I just take a two minute break and I breathe, just allow the body to kind of relax. And that really, really helps me. Another thing that is really important for us to look at is the 
fact that we sometimes because of just distraction but also maybe because you like us in the southern hemisphere moving into summer we sometimes become more dehydrated and um which means that our bodies really can feel sluggish we can feel like we have less energy and usually that's when we make poor decisions you know or when we just have those pocket decisions where it's like fuck it i don't care this is just happening right now and last but not least if you feel like you are eating out of reasons that's not for hunger just ask yourself why am i eating take a moment and pause and check in why am i doing this where is this coming from sometimes just that little sense of self-inquiry um can be super super supportive and helpful so those are my tips for uh this week on the beyond overeating podcast by wholesome lifestyle project i am excited to hopefully hear from you um, if you have any questions with regards to podcast episodes, if you want me to answer a specific thing that you're struggling with, also message me um, on www.wholesomelifestyleproject.com. Go and find the chat button, send me a message, and I will um, reply to you and get some more details of the question that you've got. Um, also look out and sign up for the Rewire Your Overeating Brain Mastermind waitlist. You will not regret coming on board next year. Um, I will be opening the doors next week. So um, this is a great space for you to just really immerse yourself and, you know, buy yourself, invest, buy yourself a little gift this year and make that gift um, the gift of food freedom. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining me today. Love and light. Mwah. This episode is brought to you by my one and only food and mood journal. This is an eight-week food and mood journal and planner for beginners where you can track how food affects your mood, your hunger, and your energy levels. Are you sick and tired of promising yourself to stop binge eating? Do you feel out of control with food and you just don't know why you overeat? You might have intense cravings leading to self-sabotage. My food and mood journal is the perfect tool to help you tune into your signals that your body sends you. And by tracking what you eat and drink will help you give insight on how food affects your moods. This is a eight week kickstart to mindful eating to help you identify the triggers that make you want to eat when you're not physically hunger. So this includes a food tracker, a mood and stress tracker, because we know that stress eating can also lead to overeating. We also have an eight-week goals tracker with journal prompts and affirmations. You'll also track things like your water intake and exercise. It makes a beautiful gift for anyone who feels out of control with food. It's an easy to use journal and it will give you just the insights to help you get on the path to stop binge eating, emotional eating, or any other form of overeating. So get your food and mood journal today by clicking the link in the show notes. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. And don't forget to share this with all your friends. You can do this by adding this to your Instagram story and tagging me at Wholesome Lifestyle Project or by simply telling them about it. If you could rate and review on whatever platform you are listening, this will go a long way in helping me get this podcast out there so that I can share my message and help as many women out there struggling with food issues as I can. Don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram on Wholesome Lifestyle Projects or connect with me on LinkedIn. My name is Estelle Heath, and that's where you'll find me on LinkedIn. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.